This is Open to Hope Radio, featuring Dr. Gloria Horsley and her daughter, Dr. Heidi Horsley, coming to you on behalf of the Open to Hope Foundation, dedicated to those who are looking for hope after loss. Now, here's Dr. Gloria. Welcome to the Open to Hope Show. I'm your host, Dr. Gloria Horsley, with my co-host. Dr. Heidi Horsley. You're listening to the Open to Hope Show, brought to you by the Open to Hope Foundation. Well, Heidi, good morning. There you are in New York City, right? Yep, I'm here in Manhattan. Good morning, Mom. Good morning. Uh, actually, it's a little afternoony there, but I'm in San Francisco at Outpost Studio with my engineer, Eleanor, sitting here. And uh, I have some special news, Heidi. Very good. I think I know what it is. <laughs> it's it, it's my fiftieth wedding anniversary tomorrow. Can you oh, believe wow, it? Mom. Fifty years. Fifty years. Oh my amazing. gosh! It is amazing. And I just want to say to our folks out there, if nothing else, I'm a testimonial to the fact that Scott did die in an automobile accident in 1983. My son, Heidi's brother, and my husband and I are still married after 50 years. So uh, just to let you know, because uh, there is a myth out there that uh, because you've had a child die or a family member die that you will get divorced. And and uh, that hasn't been my case and hasn't been the case for a lot of people. So hang in there for you folks out there. Well, Heidi, we've got an amazing guest today, don't we? Oh, did you want to say something about the wedding? Yeah, I want to, I want to do some, Maria, but I want to say something about the whole marriage thing. Um, yeah, and you know, things, you had ups and down times and stressful times, but I think that's true in, in every marriage. We have stressful times and hard times and difficult times, and sometimes you, you get very close when you have such a tragedy in your life, and uh, you definitely are a testament that despite difficult times in your marriage. You, you made it, and you're still together. So congratulations after 50 years. Uh, thank That's you. amazing. <laughs> and as you said earlier, we've dated you, right? Totally. You added me, baby. But of course, you were 40 when I was born. You know I'm only 10. <laughs> you totally added me here. Okay, my mother's been married 50 years. I'm sure you guys can do the math about how old that makes me. But anyway, um, yeah, it's fabulous that you guys are married. You guys have been a great role model for me also, that despite hard times, you can still make it in your marriage. Oh, thanks, so, um, Heidi. All right. Okay, so, Mom, yes, we have a great guest, and I'm, I'm excited for this woman because she's amazing. Her name is, I don't want to destroy her name because it's a beautiful name. It's Maria Pap. Okay, Maria, how do I spell it? Papa Petros. Papa Petros. Papa Petros. That's it, Papa Petros, yes. Papa Petros, Okay. Very good. And Mom Maria, as you know, is an intuitive consultant and has been on a lot of television programs. I mean, she's the real deal. She's been on The Letterman Show and Johnny Marie, and she's been quoted in many, many media, Vogue, Glamour, Cosmo, Elle. She's been a consultant on the uh, movie Ghost, which I loved. And her father and two aunts were also psychics. Yeah. So, you know, this kind of this has been in her fa- kind of runs in the family. I'm, we're going to ask her more about that, but uh yeah, she's appeared on a lot of media and and they've even she's even done research. They've even had research where she's participated on psychics. She participated in a landmark study at UCLA in the Department of Psychology. So, I'm really interested in in interviewing her and finding out more about what she does. And she's a friend of our friend Jane Greer, who we've had on the show, a wonderful person. We love Jane and are really happy that she told us about Maria. And one of the things that I want to say about Maria, too, for you folks out there, is she also has lost a child. Her son Randy died in 1981 of unknown causes. And so, Maria's really been there, and we hope that she'll bring you some advice and some 
some things that you can use and think about as you go along your grief journey. Well, good morning, Maria. Good morning. How are you? Well, congratulations for the 50 years. Oh, thank you so much. One thing. Um, I'd like to add something to what you were talking about earlier about relationships breaking up uh, after someone's uh, death. Is that okay? Sure. Yes. Go for it. Yes. But first, tell, um, tell, tell your folks where you're located first. Oh, where I'm located? Uh, well, I'm New York and tech. today I'm in Texas. I live in both places. As a matter of fact, when we arranged this appointment, I was in San Francisco. I was attempting to call you, but... Oh, my enough. goodness. Yes, I was there. And um, Vanessa and Geary, and uh, they definitely know about you a lot. I'm happy that uh, Jane got us together. I, I, I travel a lot. doesn't matter where I am. I talk to people all over the world practically and do sem- a lot of seminars that deal with our subject as to how to go on. The life does not stop with the death. Uh, but yeah, I don't want to be talking about me. What I absolutely will bring. We're, we will talk about you towards the end of the show. We're going to give people all your contact information. So okay, tell us what I wanted to say yeah. was that with my experience as a consultant for over forty years, is that because when it, there is an untimely death, you know, such as like our children uh, that they died of no, I mean, they died too young. They were too young to die. And um, we do have a tendency, a lot of us have a tendency sometimes to want to blame someone, but there is no one to blame. Like, especially in my case, there was no one to blame. He died of no cause. The only thing that consulted me was that he did not suffer. However, I say, you know, why me? So when you do not have anyone to blame for what happened, or even if you do, you usually, I mean, it has happened a lot that people will take it out of the relationship at home. But that's where we should um, know that we should remain strong and know that for a while our mate, our family, they may want to grieve by themselves. They may want to stay away for a minute because they don't want to take it out on you. I mean, these dynamics to go on. But then if we allow ourselves and others to grieve the way they know how, then they do get back together. Fortunately, I see that all the time. There is kind of a dance involved in it, isn't it? You move together and apart. and When the sensationalism of death dies down and it gets cold, and then, I mean, your arms are empty, you cannot, your, your child is not in your arms, or your loved one, or whoever it is, um, then you reach out to people that love you the most in the beginning, you can blame them for some reason. You know, I remember I had gotten sick at the time, female organs, and, and the doctor said to me, but Maria, you are not prone to anything like that. And, he says, and a wonderful person said to me, Maria, you do not have to give up parts of your body as a penance because of guilt. And my guilt was that I was alive. Right. Yeah, that's such a good so, point. A lot because, of yeah. mm-hmm. dance and song, as you say, a lot is going on, so we should be patient with ourselves. The one thing we need the most is our loved ones, our families then. So let's just get real and try not to give in to that too much and separate or divorce. But like I said, thank God they do go back together. Most, Most of everybody does go back together. Absolutely. Well, it's one thing that you share that with that person that and your family members that, uh, 
you can share together that kind of a loss. Well, when when Randy died, you were a psychic at that time, right? You, yes, uh, definitely. And, and tell us tell us about how that was for you as a psychic to have that experience. Well, I'll tell you how it was. June thirteenth, uh, which that year, I remember the day because of my sister's in law birthday, and I was with my sister. And all of a sudden, I said, "Oh, you know what? One of us is going to die." Uh, I said, "Oh, I think it's going to be me." And um, I, I, so my sister, you know, is a very God-fearing person, you know, old-fashioned. She said to me, she started crossing herself and everything. I said, listen, that only means that I'm going to be going through a major change. She says, now you're going to tell us also the date? I said, yeah. Um, like on top of my head, I kept hearing. I said, St. Marina's Day. In Greek calendars, she went and checked it out. St. Marina's Day is July 17th. So... Um, I said, well, I see the casket in front of me. I'm at the mortuary, and I'm viewing. I said, I see me there with my long, dark hair. Although I'm a natural blonde, my son was dark-haired. And um, I was coloring my hair dark at the time. And I said, I see I'm viewing. I'm in a viewing. And I said, it's that day, and it's right in front of me, and it's me. And the 17th, I was at the mortuary viewing. But it wasn't me, it was the biggest part of me hmm. in there. So you can understand the guilt. I would kept saying, if I had paid attention, if, but what could I have done? He right. No? You know, but, you know, my so son. So you do understand, yeah. it, it's like being a psychic and having seen it, it with such accuracy to the day. The, day, the time, I was telling was 7 p.m. or, you know, and, and then I was left with, is it something I could have done? Right. Do you know what I mean? And yep. so it was difficult. Uh, it was difficult. And the difficult part, it was the insensitivity of friends, which I do understand that their first question was, did you know? Wow. Instead of how are you doing? Are you alive? Are you eating? Are you well? How are you faring? How? They, they would say to me, anybody would hear about it, they'd say, did you know? Tell us, did you know? That was the only that was the major question that I got from people. Wow. You know, I, I think I think uh, that our audience out there right now is saying, yes, a lot of them, this happened to me, I knew this, I had something happen. You know, my son was sitting on the stairs with uh, Heidi's youngest sister and her friend, and he said to them, if something should happen to me, I know I go to a better place. And that was only two days before he was killed in an automobile accident. So I know, Maria, there's so many people out there that are saying, yeah, I should have known. I should have known. And here you are even so in touch with that area knew, that you yeah. feel so the what? same guilt, the same, or felt that, the well, loss. Well, Gloria, I, I was in San Francisco. It was a major eclipse when Randy died, and he was buried the day before my birthday. That's for more Greek drama. Right. And uh, we were in San Francisco together, and he went and visited all the places that he had been to. His girlfriend was executed uh, Jim Jones uh, style. You know, the, the family that was executed a year after the massacre of Jim Jones right. in Guyana. Oh, my mm-hmm. goodness. Yes, the little girl that was killed by her parents a year later was his girlfriend. And he had gone up and he said to me, Mom, I released Daphne, you know. And then as we were leaving, San Francisco, he said, we're driving. He says, oh, Mom, stop. Let's get that ice cream that I like. I said, well, we're already on the road. Uh, next time, he says, Mom, there won't be any next time. And uh, it means they know. They know. And, I mean, we do know, I guess. 
and listening to his um, tape of uh, an astrological reading that he has had, where the astrologer was telling him, well, you know, Randy, when are you going to be, uh, you go to college? He says, are you kidding me? I'm never, never going to college. I'm not graduating. He says, I'm going to go and see Merlin, and we can... You know, he had 168 IQ and a lot of uh, imagination, so he was talking like funny. Now I'm going to be with Merlin by that time, and I want to learn the secrets of the universe. I figured, oh, come on, what kind of talk is this? And he said to me, Mom, what's wrong with that? Wow. Just like that. Well, here so I am. It, yeah, here I am out there now, and I'm saying to myself, okay, I've got Maria here listening to her. I would like to make some kind of connection with my child. How would I do that? Uh, I'd like you to write to him, please. Uh, as a matter of fact, he's got a great, uh, your son has a great smile. And in one of the sides of his, you know, when he smiles, one of the sides of his, of his mouth has a nice up tilt. And I don't know if he had one dimple, but it's like he's got a particular, particular smile. And he, as you said that, he pointed to me to a notebook. You should write to him. Ah. Please write. He will answer. Okay, now how would I do that? Just sit down and write? You just write, and the minute you start, it's all going to come. You keep writing, and that's what I did. I wrote for a year, not expecting anything. And then, you know, when he answered, it was through UCLA. That's why it cannot be doubted. Through the professors there. Write. Very important. Talk to him. What can I do for you? Ask what it is you can do for them. You'll be surprised. I have stories to tell you what is going to be in my another book I'm doing now on the connection. But the second one is going to, I'm going to have the letters in there so everybody can relate to. Write. You'll be amazed. Write. 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 Okay. Not, yeah. You and know, we have a tendency to think that our loved ones become psychic and they can help us. And we say, oh, please help me do this and this. No. The, the, we should be asking them what they need. Ah, so you asking know what I mean? them. Like, for yes, instance, that's I interesting. Did, I, I never thought of that. Did you, Mom, to no. ask them what they need? No, but let me tell you one thing that's very important. I, hmm. The very first thing, of course, we should be giving most of the things away. Let their friends enjoy it, keep some momentum. So, and uh, he, I keep saying, what is it? that you want me to do for you, is there something to do for you? And a wonderful entity that I have, Sister Beatrice, she went through my teachers because here, and a live person, because I guess he knew that I wouldn't believe it, and he said, Randy's worried what's going to happen with his comic books. He, he was a collector. <laughs> Don't give them to Andrew. As I was going to, Andrew was going to sell them. And mm. he indicated the person that he wanted me to give his comic books too because they were very important to him. I gave everything else away and I kept those because I, I was hesitant to who to give them to. Mm -hmm. This is right. an example if I expressed it correct, correctly. But always, 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 always ask for the things they need. You'll be surprised how many people they have in their lives that they never said goodbye to, that they did not tell them they loved them, they did not tell them they forgave them. They, your hand becomes... Uh, their voice, and they want to voice their opinion also. We shouldn't be so selfish. I, I love that mean, idea. Now tell me, uh, what about signs and symbols? Are there things that I can look for? Uh, symbol? Well, I'm sure your lights are going through this particular week, two weeks. Your electrical um, 
equipment at home or the office, they have not been doing very well. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? If anything yeah. breaks down or usually there's a lot of, a lot, there is a lot of lights um, going on and off. There's, sometimes you may even uh, smell uh, his cologne. You can, you can feel the essence in the room once you learn how to tune in. Gloria, everybody's psychic. Mm-hmm. Being psychic is our birthright. It is like any other talent. It's like voice. You have a voice, you sing. Some people sing on stage, some in the shower, but we can all sing the same thing. If we have a psyche, a soul or psychic. So when someone goes, we tend to open up more, uh, which we're not used to because we're wondering, oh, my God, where could they be? Are they around? What is going on with them? So we should pay attention to that. Yeah, it's special and, to uh, get that opening, isn't it, really? Uh-huh. We should be picking up that energy. And we can, we must uh, leave ourselves open. I mean, I, I, I feel so bad for some people that they, they think that the li- a life is done with the death, and that's not so. And I'm not speaking of ghosts or speaking to dead people. I'm talking about spirit, just relating to someone's spirit. I mean, we're all telepathic. Sometimes you say, oh, I'm going to call Gloria in the morning, and Gloria is on the phone calling you. So it's the same thing with them. We said the mind doesn't die. We can communicate telepathically. Well, well, Maria, and I think what's comforting about that is I think from the people that I know that what we most want is to know that the people that we've loved and that are, that are dead, are, that they're okay and that they're at peace. Well, that, Many that people day, want that. I have not written to my son for a while because I was in Europe and so forth. Someone gave me a reading and says, oh, I get, you have a son? I said, yeah, I didn't say. He says, well, you know, he's complaining. He says, you've been neglecting him lately. And I was thinking <laughs> about it. It's true. The person did not even know that my son has changed dimensions. Ah, very interesting. And now tell us about your workshops. What would I learn if I went to one? Well, first of all, you will, uh, you will open up uh, psychically. You will read as well as I do and are better. And wow. I'm better. And um, the... Um, you learn how to meditate and how, it basically, is how to tap and develop your own uh, talents, psychic talents, develop them into a skill, use it for everyday living so you can get more mileage out of life. It's very simple. I it's lo- that simple. I love that and idea. That you can use on everything. You can use to, you, you will be picking up more vibes once you open up and from all dimensions. You personally, not only are psychic, but you are medium. I'm not just only with my son, but you're, you're a very good medium. Mm. Very. And I feel that around you, it's like something is pushing you to write and write and write and write and write. And I don't think you've been, do- you've been doing that. Gloria, have you been doing that? I don't know, Heidi, how about you? Maybe she's talking to you (laughs) I definitely I definitely haven't been doing that Do you know there was a psychic that came up to me on the street Like two weeks ago, she ran up to me She didn't run up with anybody else And she says, I have to to talk to you I have something to tell you, you need to contact me And I just kind of ignored her and walked away Because I didn't know if she was legitimate Or just somebody trying to make money Hmm? I don't know I mean, that's why yeah, I like having you on, because you seem like the real deal. That's what I'm telling you. You need to write. Write about anything. Right. I don't care okay. what it is. It doesn't have to even to be on the subject. 
Like, and Maria, do we, we we keep these we keep these writings? We don't mail them or anything, do we? Uh, I wasn't. Uh, <laughs> I keep them, and then you read okay. them once in a while, and you know you'll see how prophetic they get, very psychic, and they write something, and then you go back to say, "Oh my God, this happened." But I was talking about you writing creatively, both of you girls, creatively, okay. like to write books on what in, they could be how to books. They could be on painting, on dogs, on the water. I don't know. Oh, you're so you you are so right, Hadi and I just finished a book chapter, and we actually have about five books in our heart. So mm-hmm. fantastic! Go with them and take a lot of pictures. One one book has illustrations and a lot of photos. Heidi, you love that. You're the photo girl. Yes, because yeah, I feel right. exactly. I feel a photographer. The one, yeah, one of the books you have to have photos and quote and quote quotations you know at the bottom right. I love I quotations. Lot of I'm quotation queen <laughs> okay well we that's that. what I got I don't know you girls I've never met you <laughs> but I mean say but that's what I'm getting it is very important to write do not be concerned on the on the subject it will come about but I saw you together remember I say you girls right and it's um I think it's is any one of you, uh, does any one of you have any Libra or Aquarius in your chart that you know of? My husband. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Do you Who's, have Who's this, Gloria? Yeah. Is that a Libra or yeah, a Yeah, Libra, Libra. I'm Cancer. Libra. What are you, Heidi? What? I'm Cancer. I'm a Gemini. I'm, I'm in the twin sign. Well, you're, you're also air. That's also air. And uh, you, uh, no, that's Heidi, the Gemini, right? I mean, I'm not I'm an astrologer, but it's like an ID, but I was getting um, something about someone with Libra who has to watch out for their knees and their back a little bit. Oh, my and gosh. They, Libra just had wow. back, back surgery <laughs> two months and, ago. Uh, who had the back surgery? Oh, all up and, up and down his back, yeah. Our, our, my father had the back surgery, and he's the Libra. He's had five well, back that's surgery. A, a Libra should watch out for knees and back and also to stop with that nobody loves me syndrome, okay? <laughs> Stop it already. He's a baby. Uh, maybe because oh, one well, of his parents was absent when he was growing up, because maybe a parent was a workaholic or not been there or whatever the story was. But, man, that nobody loves me syndrome, by God, tell him he's too old for that. <laughs> <laughs> You're laughing. Oh, We're laughing because he's just getting... We're laughing because... He's just retiring, and he's feeling like nobody loves him because he's leaving his business he's had for many, many years. So This is fantastic. He's going to do something more creative. He's got a brilliant smile. I think his son has the smile. This is something where I keep seeing your son with that smile. Do you have a particular smile about him? Uh, he had a great smile, didn't he, Heidi? M- Maria, we're laughing because you're right on. <laughs> Thank you so much. What, what uh, was your son's name? Scott. Oh, Scott. That's right. You said that earlier. Yeah, Scott. Great sense of humor. I don't know if he showed it, but a great sense of humor. Oh, he showed it all the time. He showed he's it all the time. Laughing now. On. He's like laughing and he's coughing when he laughs. So stop coughing, Scott. <laughs> he's like, <laughs> he says he was caught. I don't know what he was caught. <laughs> caught. Was he caught smoking or something? Oh, uh, smoking a cigar. <laughs> Remember that, Heidi? It was He was smoking a cigar when he was a little <laughs> boy. He was his, smoking something. Could not his dad caught him and made him and smoke like, But he's made his... Boy, what, what kind of humor? It's amazing. <laughs> the guy have, brings laughter to everybody around him, and um, but there was 
there were two more people in your family that passed on uh, young, either in your husband's family, your family. Well, uh, someone died with my brother. My cousin and my brother died together. They were yeah, both 17. Yeah, two, exactly, two. And that doesn't, doesn't mean that Scott knew them or not, but they're together. And, and they're, my, they're, my, father's, my father's brother died when he was born. Well, I'm telling you, he's got a lot of company, and he's playing uh, a game like, you know, checkers or, or chess. Or He says he's learning. He's getting sophisticated now. Now tell me, Maria, um, what's your advice for bereaved parents out there? Could they be taken advantage of from psychics, or what is your thought on that? Well, but we have to discern. You know, we have to meditate, put the light around us in the morning because there's a lot of great talents out there, but there's also the other kind. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. The science yeah. should somebody, if somebody says, other than everybody has a fee, I do, but if uh, somebody starts, well, you know, give them so much, so many candles to make it happen, to communicate and so forth, just pay the regular fee and walk away and never go back. Mm-hmm. And uh, not to be afraid. Some people say that, oh, well, I don't want to really hold my son back. You know, I don't know if he's uh, my loved one back. One of his letters, uh, my son said, oh, mom, just, he says, you're smarter than that. He says, you can hold me back. I'm a free spirit, remember? <laughs> just like that. I'm a free spirit, remember? They should not be afraid. Mm-hmm. They should not be afraid to explore till they find, till they develop their own line of communication. See, I, th- sure. I think that's the important key right there, where you, the, your willingness, yeah. Oh, what it fe- feels like to be a psychic uh, then nobody can sway you. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And uh, it's, uh, well, first, as you know, well, have to realize how unimportant we are and how selfish we are. Once we have, we get uh, the selfishness out of our way, like, why me? For instance, my book, now that I'm doing on the subject, is called Why Me, God? Uh, the subtitle is um, A Question That Heals. Now, when, but, the question that heals, I love that. Why me, God? Yes, when when will your book be in English? That's in English. That's the one in English. Yeah, it's going to be in English. It's going to be out, we hope, next year. I'll oh, good. You know. Oh, definitely. We'll want to have you on again when it comes out, for sure. So tell us, uh, tell people how they can get in touch with you. How they can get in touch with me. Well, uh, my name, as you see, is sort of long, but they can go to my website, which is M, I mean, the w, all the W's there, and M, Papa Petros, P-A-P-A-P-E, T as in Tom, R-O-S. Um, dot com. Dot com. Mm-hmm. And, uh, of course, it's, um, my email is maria at papapetros.com. Great. And I'm in the book, I'm on Facebook, I'm all over the place. And maria at papapetros.com. And they can sign up for your workshops? You give them all over? Where, yes, when's your next they workshop? they can check, you know, to see where I'm at, which, um, which uh, city. Sometimes they want to come because they want to get in touch a little bit. To, to, to get something about their loved ones, they should bring a picture if they have that available. Um, uh, I, there is hope. I mean, I'm so happy you guys have this... Uh, this line of communication open to, for the people, it is amazing. Congratulations. It is so needed. 
Yeah. You know how, I mean, ideal with people one-to-one, it is, it's, it's so painful when they don't know what to do, how to get in touch. Right. And, you know, it, the Internet is just such an amazing thing because we have over a million people that are coming in and tuning in and listening and, and reading. And it's amazing, isn't it, Heidi? It really is. is. And I'm thinking not only can they reach us, but they can reach Maria and work with her no matter where they live. And they can come into our site no matter where they live and get support and help, which I love. I totally agree with you, Mom. It's amazing. It is. Yeah, it's really wonderful to be able to do this and to be able to help people. Now, Maria, if you had one piece of advice for a newly bereaved person, what would it be? Uh, one, oh, my God. <laughs> that's, <laughs> no, that, that's, that's, um, that's a tough one to uh, stay open and keep talking, keep talking, to keep talking. Don't shut down. Keep talking. Keep mm-hmm. talking because the person who goes needs it. People who have the tendency to tell you, oh, please don't cry, please don't cry, please do cry, please mm-hmm. do cry, but go and get some help. Go and get some help. I mean, their place is like yours now. Go to your therapist, go to your friends, go to yourself, of course. Immediately, what he did for me was the writing, immediately, because all of a sudden I want to talk to him. How can you talk to him Write, write letters, write, say it all, whatever it is, just talk, 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 keep, stay open, keep lines of communication open with other people, with, just, just stay open. You know, I hope that makes sense yeah, to you. Yeah, it does, and you know, one of the things that I, I think that comes up, I don't think people realize uh, how much pain is involved with a major loss. It, it's incredible. Yeah. And the level of that kind of pain. And we know for those folks out there, we know what they're going through. And I I think it's important, Maria, you're an enthusiastic um, person. And could you say something about your life now after these many years? Because people, you know, they do lose hope. Well, you are psychic because um, as I'm rewriting uh, the book for Europe, I'm telling them uh, where my life is now that um, Mm. and the choices that I made that I had the choice to wear black, as we do in my country, forever, and shut my life, and then and bury his energy with his body. And or I thought, well, he was here for a reason. I thank God for having him for almost 17 years. And uh, um, how, by getting in touch, he helped me. And what I think together, his life meant something. I try, we cannot make heroes out of everyone who passes on, but they have something to say, even if we say it for them. Make mm, it no, I mean, I don't know if I'm still on the subject, what you asked me. I'm so, I'm so passionate about it, so I, sometimes I do trail away. Well, I, you know, I think what you've said is really important, and... and uh, uh, the idea that their life meant something, and you know, they you're bringing yeah, it with them. Don't bury them forever. It's not over. Don't bury them forever. Mm-hmm. And I don't mean and, to, and to, you, to like you said, either. Have a life. And, and like Go you on. Said, I have life. You know what I mean? Don't, I have don't a bury life. their energy. People, right. people talk about their kids. I talk about my kid and say, you know what? My child went to UCLA eight years of age. He did. He had a 160 IQ, and they would bus him from. 
you know, elementary school to UCLA. I mean, when people talk about their kids and stuff, I talk about mine. Yeah. And it's like he's with me all the time. Mm-hmm. I do need, I do need to think about him. So after a while, once you learn, in other words, learn to develop a different kind of relationship. Gloria, what have you done? I th- I think that, you know, it's funny because people say to me, uh, I wasn't really involved with the grief and loss world for many years. For 18 years after Scott died, I was in family therapy, uh, a family therapist in California. And um, this whole thing, I retired. And uh, I thought, you know, now I'm just going to kick back and do some stuff with my husband. And suddenly all of this opportunity with Compassionate Friends and getting involved on a radio show for them and then moving on to starting a foundation with Heidi because Heidi said, you know, I'm a brief sibling, let me come on. And and so all of a sudden it's like Scott's leading the charge. <laughs> exactly. <You laughs> rather made, rather than having him not here. Found. Yeah. How, how's it, how, how about you, Heidi? As far as what? As far as just making this my life's work? Yeah. Um, Where I like you said, it's... Like Heidi, you said, it's how old were you when your brother died? How old was I? I was 20. I was 20 when he died. He was 17, and Matthew was 17, my cousin and my brother. And, uh, yeah, I've definitely... It definitely changed the course of my life, and... Exactly. You know, that, that would be an amazing story to share. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, I, I, I know I interrupted you, but I'm worried about the time. That's okay. And question. <laughs> I, do you know how many people, they, uh, siblings, they get closed off, they don't know how to be, they feel that uh, their parents don't love them because they love the one who left. Do you know how much you can help? More yeah, than- and you know what, you know what I, I actually do that a lot. I mean, I moved back to New York City after 9-11 so I could work with brief siblings at the fire department that had lost a firefighter in the trade center. So I have, that is a big part of my work is helping siblings and giving siblings a voice after loss because we don't have a voice and we're often unacknowledged. And, you know, I definitely do that. And I feel like my brother is definitely with us in all the work we're doing. Absolutely. And it's so, you know, we have so many points of that. I did uh, workshops as of September 11th for um, uh, the families of the firemen and um, and um, policemen. And I remember there was a lady that she kept calling me and said, Maria, please tell me Johnny's coming back, right? Our baby's mm. going to be born on so-and-so date. And I was like... Well, Maria, yeah, thank you so much for being on the show. And hopefully we can all connect up again uh, sometime. I you get- hope so. I enjoyed that. And I'm, I, I do apologize for interrupting, but only because I was looking at the clock. <laughs> That's all right. You had, a lot of, you had a lot of wonderful things to say. We loved having you on. Yeah, we ha- loved uh, having you is, on. It was wonderful meeting you. It was wonderful meeting you. Thank you, okay, Maria. Sure. Okay, bye. Well, Heidi, we're closing the show now. And that was really interesting talking to Maria, wasn't it? She was amazing. She was tapping right into things. I'm, it's, I'm amazed by how intuitive she really is. And, you know, uh, one of the things that I really liked she said on the show today is the fact that you can pick up your own intuitiveness and everybody's an intuitive person. I, I really like that. Everyone's psychic. Everyone has that energy. It's just opening yourself to letting it happen. I, I love that too, Mom. And I also like that she said, you know, if the, your loved one may have had a message to give to the world and maybe you're the one that needs to give it. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, thanks for joining the show today and uh, tune in again next week. I'm your host, Dr. Gloria Horsley, with my co host, Dr. Heidi Horsley. 
You've been listening to Open to Hope Radio, hosted by Drs. Gloria and Heidi Horsley. Like today's edition, all of our past programs are available on demand at opentohope.com, along with helpful articles, videos, resources, and links to help get you through the toughest time of your life. You can also follow us on Facebook and Twitter and sign up for our monthly newsletter. Again, that's opentohope.com. Check it out today. Then be sure to stop by next Thursday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time when we'll be posting another edition of Open to Hope Radio. Remember, others have been where you are. They made it through, and you can too, as long as you're open to hope.